I'm Max Pringle with these headlines. One race has been called in Tuesday's Georgia Senate runoff election. Democrat Raphael Warnock defeated Republican Senator Kelly Leffler, while Democrat John Ossoff holds a slight lead in his race to unseat Republican Senator David Perdue. That race is still too close to call. Warnock is a pastor at Atlanta's Ebenezer Baptist Church and will become the first black senator to be elected from Georgia. Warnock told supporters Tuesday in a video message that perseverance paid off. We were told that we couldn't win this election, but tonight we prove that with hope, hard work, and the people by our side, anything is possible. The focus now shifts to the second race between Purdue and Democrat John Ossoff, which will decide which party controls the U.S. Senate. Votes in that race are still being tallied. Congress is set to formally certify the results of the November presidential election today. However, President Trump continues to pursue his baseless claim that the election was fraudulent. Trump and his supporters have been pressuring Vice President Mike Pence to undo President-elect Biden's win. Pence will preside over a joint session of Congress today to certify each state's election results, but he has no legal authority to do anything other than read the results. Trump's Republican allies plan to object to the election results. Many say they're heeding the pleas of the president's supporters to fight for Trump. Trump is planning a rally outside the White House today. The long-shot effort is all but certain to fail. Bipartisan majorities in Congress are prepared to accept the results. Trump supporters are planning demonstrations in Washington today as well. Washington, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser has activated the National Guard to help with security in the city. Hong Kong police have arrested dozens of former lawmakers and activists in the largest move against the city's pro-democracy movement since a strict national security law was imposed last June. They were accused of subverting state power by participating in unofficial election primaries for the territory's legislature last year. More from Feature Story News' Richard Kimba in Hong Kong. Hong Kong's opposition parties organized primaries in July to choose candidates ahead of the city's legislative elections. Primaries are not a formal part of Hong Kong's election process, but the parties believed it would maximize their chances of taking control of the legislature. At the time, Beijing declared the primaries illegal. Hong Kong's chief executive also warned any strategy to paralyze the government in the legislature might violate the national security law. On Wednesday morning, dozens of prominent activists and former opposition lawmakers involved in the primaries were arrested on subversion charges. Under the national security law, a conviction of subversion can carry a penalty of up to life in prison. The Hong Kong government eventually postponed its legislative election by a year, citing public health risks due to COVID-19. Opposition parties said it was a political move to prevent them from making significant gains. Richard Kimber in Hong Kong. A British judge has denied bail to WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange, who's been jailed in Britain since 2019 as he fights extradition to the United States. District Judge Vanessa Barrister today ordered Assange to remain in prison while the courts consider an appeal by U.S. authorities against a decision not to extradite him. On Monday, the judge rejected an American request to send Assange to the U.S. to face espionage charges over WikiLeaks' publication of secret military documents a decade ago. She denied extradition on health grounds. The judge said Assange would likely kill himself if held under harsh U.S. prison conditions. Assange was evicted from the Ecuadorian embassy in London in 2019 after spending seven years there avoiding extradition to Sweden on sexual assault charges. 
Sudan today said it signed the Abraham Accords with the U.S. That paves the way for the African country to normalize ties with Israel. A statement from the office of Sudan's prime minister said Justice Minister Nasreddin Abdul-Barbi signed the accord today with visiting U.S. Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin. The recent U.S. negotiated deals between Arab countries and Israel have been touted by Trump administration officials as a major foreign policy achievement. California public health officials issued an order on Tuesday that hospitals with room must accept patients from other hospitals that are out of intensive care beds. And as Christina Onestad reports, the order comes as coronavirus cases in the state continue to rage unchecked. Los Angeles County is the new ground zero of the pandemic as coronavirus infections continue to spike. Barbara Ferrer is L.A. County's Director of Public Health. In slightly more than one month, we doubled the number of people who tested positive for COVID-19, going from 400,000 cases on November 30th to 800,000 cases on January 2nd. 13,512 new infections were reported in the last 24 hours and 224 more deaths. Meanwhile, in San Francisco County, officials are reporting 237 new coronavirus infections each day. In all, there are more than 2.4 million people with the coronavirus in the state. More than 27,000 have died. I'm Christina Onestead reporting for KPFA. And I'm Max Pringle. You're listening to Sojourner Truth on Pacifica Radio.